0: Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. My message is God's love in action. And we talked about God's love which is agape love, if you look it up. Now, there, there's different kinds of love, but agape love is the God kind of love. It's a benevolent love. It gives uh, even when people are not worthy of it, when they're mean and nasty and ugly. And see, that has to be the God kind of love because if it's human love, somebody does us that way, what do we want to do? We, we just want to, well... <laughs> Preach that message here. Uh, What what happens is we just want to walk away from them, don't we? We just want to say, okay, if that's the way you want it, you can have it. And it is so funny because even in the last few weeks since I've been studying this, um, it it is so funny because I had someone and I was really ministering to them, and they were just cross and kind of nasty really about it. And man, I want to tell you, I wanted to storm off. I didn't storm off, number one. And then I knew I needed to go pray. And so when I went to pray, I just felt the Holy Spirit ministering to me. They're troubled. They have a lot of things going on. So don't look at them through judgmental eyes of, you don't deserve it. You're not going to treat me like that, you know. It's like the God kind of love rose up in me. It had to overcome human, natural love. And see, that that's the way it can be for all of us. I, it's, that's not unique to me. You run into things like that and have run into things like that. And so the agape kind of love, this God kind of love, is different than anything the world has ever seen. Isn't it? You take... You take the religions of the world. They'll kill people. They'll cut their heads off. They'll do this. They'll, you know, they're mean and nasty and torture and all of that. But Christianity is not that way. Love your enemies. Isn't that what the Bible says? Now, that doesn't mean that you can't stand your ground, protect your nation. You know what I'm saying. Don't get into you know, think I'm saying things like that because I'm not. you got to protect what God has given you because people and the devil are, are trying to take it away. But you got to protect what God gives so you, you know, there's nothing wrong with protecting. You know, the Bible, if you read about it, you know, the people had to protect. So, but I'm talking about the kind of love in this world um, that brings a great light into great darkness. And that's God's love. Amen? Amen? So God's love isn't human love. And, um, you know, we hear, have you ever heard, and you, if you've said, I know you have, I fell in love. And then, you know, six months later, I fell out of love. That's not the God kind of love. You know, when I teach on marriage, I talk about, you know, the three stages of the world's lust, rust, and dust. <laughs> That's what it is. It starts out at lust. We're madly in love, lust, and then it begins to wane, rust, and then it's toast, dust. You understand? But that's not God's kind of love. That's not his kind of love. Even in a marriage, you stay with it. You stick with it when you don't want to, when you're mad at them, when they do things that hurt you, when you don't like what they do. You love with God's kind of love. And I can tell you, and I'm not talking on marriage tonight, but I brought it up, so I'll say a few words. But I'm just going to tell you, uh, you know, when you hear things that have to do with love, you know, what can you do? You can take that back home. Yeah, she was talking about you tonight. Did you get that? (laughs) I'm going to tell you something. I'm talking about you and me. I'm talking about everybody. I'm not talking about your spouse or, you know, your sister that you're, you know, in the Lord that you're maybe having a rift with or something. I'm not talking about that. I'm I'm talking about the God kind of love. And I'm talking to you. And if you'll apply it to your own life, you'll do good. Now, if you can help other people, but I'm going to tell you, you're not going to help your spouse with that. They're just going to call you bossy. Who do you think you are? You know, you take care of you and pray for them. Pray for them. Lord, heap coals upon their head. No. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you pray? Could be. I don't know. Okay. So, but anyway, agape love is not human love, such as I fell in love, I fell out of love. God's love gives expecting nothing in return. I love what the Amplified Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13. It says, now listen to this, love is fadeless. I don't know about you, but for some reason, that just arrests me when I hear that. Love is fadeless. Have you ever had... Uh, furniture, you know, a beautiful piece of furniture that you love, and you've got it in a certain room, and that sun comes in, in a certain time of the day, and it hits that furniture, and every day, over and over again, and what happens? It fades out. God's love does not fade out the color It just continues on and on and on. It is fadeless. And the Bible says that His love never fails. If it's His love, it never fails. It never gives up. God doesn't give up. You know, sometimes I'm praying for people, ministering to people, and I want to give up. Have you ever been there? I just want to say, God, I've tried everything I know. I just give up. And you know... You can just. I don't give up on them. I don't give up, and I'm thankful He doesn't give up because He didn't give up on me. You know, I I I don't know what was wrong with me, but for many years as a a young person, I just can't. I kind of ran from the Lord. I knew to do things, and I do things, and I shouldn't do things, and just kept at a distance, and, and, and you know, I'd mess up, and then I'd go to the Lord. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Why do I keep doing that? Well, you know what? God never gave up on me, and His love never failed in my life, and His love is what drew me back to where I needed to be in God. And you know what? It has done the same for you or will do it. You may be at a place tonight where you need His love to draw you back. Well, He will do that. He's not giving up on you. He's not saying there's no hope. You'll never make it. You can't transform. Yes, you can. And the power of His love will transform you. And then you can be one who acts out in His love for others. Amen? All right. Now, um, so love is fadeless. His love is fadeless. He doesn't expect anything in return. You can't do anything for God, you know, and when you do things for other people, you don't need to, uh, you don't need to do it with a motive. Well, I'll do this and I'll look good to other people. I'll look spiritual if I do that. Or if I do that, then maybe they'll do this for me. See, that's not the God kind of love. The God kind of love says no impure motives, nothing. Love never fails. Amen? Amen. Now, we talked about from 1 John 4, 16, God is love. And when you are born again, God, love, comes to be Uh, to live on the inside of you. And I've heard people say, well, I I just don't feel like I have that love. Well, have you been born again? Yes, I know Jesus. I love the Lord. Well, if you love the Lord, that love is on the inside of you. Now, you may not be allowing it to be manifested, and you may not allow it to be shown when you're dealing with other people. Now, I just think, you know, you all know, I've told you before, when I drive, I want to get somewhere, you know, and I, I don't want other people to uh, drag around. I want them to go. And you just don't know how much I say and when I get in one of those moods, love is patient. Love is kind. I don't care how many times I have to say it, I say it. And it's amazing because every time I do that, it kind of gets that adrenaline, you know, where it needs to be, calms me down and helps me just get in place and wait for whatever is going to happen. If everybody drove like me and Eddie, I tell you, we get places. (laughs) I don't know about him sometimes, but anyway. Okay, so when we're born again, God, love, comes to live on the inside of us. He moves into our heart. And when He moves into our heart, He changes us. He transforms us. And listen, He changes our nature, and He changes our character. Uh, You've seen it before. People who have been born again... And uh, they used to be just so nasty and ugly and mean and do all kinds of ungodly things. And then when they got born again, love, God, came to live on the inside of them. And their character changed. If they were people who would steal and lie and cheat and do all kinds of, uh, you know, things that we're not supposed to do, men are not supposed to do. They don't do that anymore. There's a character and a nature change on the inside of us. So people that hide behind, I just, you know, that's not my personality. It's like, you can't hide that. You can't hide behind a personality. Everybody has a personality, and our personalities are different. Some people are more outgoing. Other people are introverts. You know, some people are, you know, kind of prophetic, and they can, you know, just... Blast out the truth. And then, but you know what? When the character and nature of God comes to live on the inside of you, it doesn't mean that your your whole personality has whole personality changed, but it means that there is a part of you that has changed your character and nature. And then he comes to live in you and dwell in you. And then your personality begins to be enhanced with his character and his nature. And so if that's not happening, it could be, are you born again? You have to ask. I can't tell you that. You have to answer that. And then are you not allowing his presence to manifest himself in your life? Are you restricting? Are you holding it back? See, that's a question you have to ask yourself. Well, that's just not me. Well, the Bible says that... This is what love is. And it changes your character. It changes your nature. It doesn't leave you the same. Amen? All right. Um, I'm just looking over a few things I looked over before, but I'm, I'm going into some new things. Luke 10, 27 says, The love of God... Love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and strength and all your mind and all your uh, strength and your neighbor as yourself. Okay, love God, love your neighbor, and love yourself. Three components in that scripture. Do you see that? Self hate. Some people hate themselves. They hate because of what their past is. They hate because, you know, uh, their family. They hate this. They hate that. Well, you are never going... Listen to me here. You're never going to love other people if you hate yourself. The same eyes that you see yourself through is the eyes that you're going to see other people through. Well, I love God. I just can't stand people. Well there's something wrong with that and and you know you, you may think that sounds funny but i've heard that well there's something wrong with the picture because you love god with everything within you and you love your neighbor the bible says if you hate your brother it's like murder if you read first john you're a murderer well, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be a murderer. So I'm going to love, as, you know, do the best I can. You know, Scripture says, live in peace as much as is possible. And sometimes people will not allow you to live in peace. You have to separate yourself. But as much as it is possible. So you, sometimes you have to love people at a distance. Amen. So, but you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Amen? And if you do that, that commandment that Jesus gave fulfills the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments were not done away with. See, some people are teaching that, but that is not what that means. It means that all of the Ten Commandments... If you do this, you will fulfill that all. And you don't have to try, well, I I can't do this and I can't. You don't have to do the can'ts. You have to do the love. And if you love, then you're not going to break God's commandments. Amen. So you have to work at that. You have, to, you have to try to do Is that easy? I don't think it is. Walking in love is one of the hardest things that I know about. How about you? So tonight we're talking about uh, love in action. And uh, we're going to start talking from Matthew 9.35. If you want to turn over there, you can. Matthew 9, 35, and 36. And um, I just want to say God's love will move you into compassion. God lives in you. Love lives in you. And when His love lives in you, He will move you to compassion. Amen? Amen. If, If you're a person and you don't have any compassion for people, and you're judgmental and critical. You know, there's things you need to judge. You know that, right? By their by their fruit that you will know them. And, you know, the Bible gives us right to, uh, a right to judge certain things. But, you know, when you're judgmental of people and what they're going through and the circumstances that they're facing, even though they may have brought it on themselves. How many times I minister to people, and if they hadn't done certain things, it wouldn't have brought... Uh, you know, just devastation into their life, but they did. But love says, in spite of that, I'm going to have compassion on you and minister, and I'm going to help you, and I'm going to do what I can for you. You understand God's mercy. Let that mercy flow in you. Now, what I am not talking about is, you know, somebody that wants you to have compassion on them in the form of your pocketbook and you give everything to them because they're too lazy to work and won't do what they need to do. Everybody knows people like that. And in our society, more and more that that's happening. But there are people that are victimized. There are people, they might have brought it on themselves, but they're not people that, you know, just want what you got. You go work and you bring it to me why I lay around the house and be lazy and, you know, that's not what we're talking about here. You can love those people, but I'm not giving them. I'm not going to support them. I'm not the drug addicts on the corners. I'm not giving them my money. Now, you do what you want to, you know. If God told you to do something, then you follow that. But I'm just saying, people that do drugs and that kind of thing, I'm not helping them with that. If they want something to eat, well, I get them something to eat? Definitely. But I'll go get it and bring it to them. I'm not giving them money for it because it's going to the bottle or the needle or whatever. But anyway, we're talking about compassion and how that when you are walking this walk of love, compassion should be a part of your life. I remember uh, that I was in, uh, well actually two places and one of them was in Venezuela and I I was so touched. I've told you how children just touch my heart and uh, we were in a restaurant eating several times and uh, up and down the street, these kids are walking up and down the street all by themselves, little children, but th- they've been abandoned, their parents have died, whatever the case may be, and all, there's so many homeless children. And, and so um, the, um, the, the man that we were with, that we were traveling with, and he said, now I know it, you know, sounds strange, but whatever you have left over, I want you to bring it out, get a to-go box, and we're going to start handing it to kids. And so we did that. But I cannot tell you what compassion and I had, you know, watching that. And then uh, they, they, you know, we ministered, you know, in several different places, preaching and praying and and doing that. But they t- took us down to. Um, an area where people were living on the garbage dump. And they would go to the garbage dump. They would find cardboard. They would find all kinds of things, whatever they could to, to make a little makeshift place to live and find food. And it was absolute. I mean, what, are you talking about compassion? When I saw that, it was just Amazing. To me, God just welling up on the inside of me to, to want to do something for them. And we were there for the purpose of helping that area, trying to help them, you know. And so we, we did our best to do that. Could we meet every need? No, but we could meet some. Now, uh, talking about compassion, God's love will move you to compassion. Matthew 9, 35, you can see Jesus was preaching and ministering to the people, and uh, it, it just really moved him. Then in verse number 36, but when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. Now, if God's love lives on the inside of us, we are to be moved with this kind of compassion, the God kind of compassion that was in Jesus now, this compassion is an expression of God's love in us outward to a world that is so needy. And Jesus looked at them, and he said, they're like a shepherd, or they're like sheep not having a shepherd. In other words, you know, no, sheep, sheep like shepherds. They like somebody to bring order into their life, and he saw that goats don't like that. Goats are stubborn that's why he separates the goat from the sheep. <laughs> but anyway, so Jesus was moved with this compassion, and he saw things that were going on in their life that he wanted to minister to out of the love of God. and And so when we see people, when, when we see people that are in need and, and we can do things to help them, that's God's love. That's that compassion welling up, and we need to follow that. And again, we might not be the total answer, but we can be part of the answer, can't we? Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.